Good morning, and welcome to the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. With the always evolving world of cyber threats and defense, you need a source you can trust. FBI retired Special Agent Darren Mott guides you through today's intricate cyber landscape and brings you the latest headlines and insights and what it means to you. Let's dive into today's cyber news. Good morning, friends. It is Friday, November 17th, 2023. This is the Cyber Smart Morning News Update. I am your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott. And as it is Friday, that means it's Op-Ed Friday. So I'm going to pick a topic and kind of expound on it a little bit for those who may be unfamiliar with the way the program runs on a Friday. So no news today. I'm sure there was plenty of cyber news to talk about, but we're just going to pick on one topic today. I meant to do a Substack post this week on cyber leadership, and I never quite got to it. So hopefully it's something I can put together over the weekend. Um, so if you are a subscriber to the Substack, you'll see that coming out. If you're not, maybe you can go look for it later when it comes out. But I want to talk about cyber leadership and why, what it, what I, how I take a look at how I look at cyber leadership in general. When you think of cyber leadership, you think, well, chief information security officer or CIO or CTO or maybe the CFO and someone who sets the strategy for a company when it comes to cybersecurity, that's usually generally a CISO, but from a, for small and medium businesses, they can't generally afford to have CISOs. So if you're a 100-person, 200-person company, you may have an IT guy who kind of does all your cybersecurity, uh, and, but he doesn't set the strategy for what it is you should be doing. And if you look at the news over the last two weeks, and some of the companies that have been hit with data breaches and ransomware attacks. These are large companies, Boeing and um, several medical institutions worldwide, some municipalities, um, casinos that have a large profit margin, not healthcare doesn't obviously, but um, you know, Boeing and, and uh, MGM and Caesars and all those entities got hit with ransomware attacks have money to put into cybersecurity, but clearly whatever they're putting in is not working. And I think I think that comes down to cyber leadership. And part of it is if you look at the industry as a whole, and I have been in leadership for the last, since 2007, essentially. I went to FBI headquarters to become a supervisory special agent. The first two years, I wouldn't say I was so much of a leader as I was trying to help people and learn how things went. But after that, as I managed my own squads, managed my own units at FBI headquarters, did that kind of stuff. And since I've retired, I've been in management at the company I work for now. Uh, overseeing a, a cybersecurity project. Um, I look at the landscape and there's not really a lot out there from a cyber leadership perspective, at least in my opinion. Again, this is opinion and education. So it's my opinion as I look at that. And for small companies, they can all they can do to afford the basics. So are they investing or have a strategy when it comes to cyber leadership? I argue most do not, um, largely because... For all things cyber security related, it's a cost. Nobody's making money on the cyber, the money they spend on cyber security. Now, that is not a good way to look at it simply because if you invest the money in a cybersecurity strategy and having a leader who can create policies and do risk assessments and look and say, okay, here's what we need to do from a cyber intelligence standpoint, and bring all those things together. The amount spent actually is less than what a data breach would cost you. So it is, there is a return on investment, but most companies aren't in a position to make that investment, which is why I think we fall down on cyber leadership. To the point that if you do, if you look up cyber, if you do a Google search of cyber leadership, you don't find a whole lot. Um, there's CISO magazine and some like that that kind of focus on that. But from a general cybersecurity environmental perspective, I guess, well, not environmental, but a cybersecurity 
um, domain perspective, cyber leadership is not something that seems to be focused on a whole lot. Now, it's focused on when something bad happens, because then it's like, okay, whose fault is this? Look at SolarWinds as an example. CISO under uh, indictment by the federal government for lying and failing on his fiduciary responsibilities, but that's the choice he made. But certainly, that particular incident is not going to want make people want to go into cyber leadership because of the responsibility inflicted on it, which is why I've kind of worked on, I've thought about this for the last six to eight months from what does cyber leadership look like? Why are we missing the boat on it? How do we fix it? Can we fix it? And I think we can, especially for small and medium businesses, if you find individuals or create a I'm, I'm working kind of on the side from my main job to try to develop cyber leadership opportunities for small and medium businesses from a short-term perspective. And what I mean by that is you don't have to go and hire a CISO because you probably can't afford it, but you can hire someone to consult with you for a couple months, kind of like a cyber leadership quick start program for a couple months or boot camp, if you will, that kind of at least starts you down the road from having nothing to having something, to having a cyber strategy, to having cyber policies in place, to kind of look at how is your network set up? Who are your third party providers? What's in your supply chain? All the things that if you're a small and medium sized business, you just don't have the time, the personnel or the expertise to do that. And I think this is a discussion that needs to be had in the, in the larger cyber world from the perspective of how are we going to fix this cyber gap? We talk all about personnel gaps. In other words, there's millions of, of vacant cyber jobs, just the basic cybersecurity jobs, the cyber analysts, the threat intelligence analysts, the SOC analysts, all that kind of stuff, the incident responders, the digital forensics guys. But you never hear anyone talk about the gap in cyber leadership. And, you know, a problem is, is if you get into cybersecurity, the one thing you're probably not thinking of is, is do I want to go be a leader? When I got in the FBI, I, I said, you know, as many of us did in the FBI, when we got I just wanted to run cases. I want to do my cases. I want to arrest people, put bad guys in jail, all that kind of stuff. And then I worked in the cyber world and not a whole lot of people were going to jail and I could see things that needed to be fixed. And I stepped up and said, okay, I want to try to figure out how to make this work better where I can. And I think there's not a lot of focus in the cybersecurity arena on creating those future leaders. You have to build them in-house largely if you want, because it's just hard to find people for team leader positions, for operational director positions, things like that, that have the experience. Now, some people are natural born leaders. I have several that I work with that are just really good leaders to start with. Didn't come in with that being the idea what they wanted to do, but they've embraced that role. Um, and there's a lot of ways you can look at leadership from the FBI. I know that when I was in the FBI and Jim Comey was the director, um, he ended up doing a lot of bad things. But one of the things he said he wanted to do was make the FBI leadership factory, which he never did. The idea was good. Um, and there's certainly plenty of good leaders that the FBI had that have come out and are leading other things. And there's certainly a lot of bad leaders in the FBI. And all, all organizations can say that. But if you know, looking at this perspective, this is a problem that I think needs further discussion. And when I actually have a chance, as we can sit down and really think about it and put it on paper, it may make more sense than what you're listening to now. Cause this is, I'll be honest with you. I had nothing. I have two blank screens in front of me. I'm kind of riffing at the, from things I've thought about for a long period of time. And I'd love for someone on a podcast somewhere to have me on, to talk about this gap in cyber leadership. Cause there's plenty of other people, plenty of cyber influencers I follow on LinkedIn that are appear to be good leaders, but um, you know, are they talking 
talking about cyber leadership? Where can we, where can we fill those gaps? How can we fix those problems? You know, there's certainly virtual CISOs. There's all of those things, but those are already trying to fill those positions, but they're not building the lead. I, I don't know. Maybe they are, but it doesn't appear that they're, they're building a, a strong leadership um, future for the cybersecurity world. So I'd love to be proven wrong. If, if that is going on and I'm just missing it, someone please let me know. Um, pass this to others and say, hey, listen, to this idiot talking about cyber leadership, he knows, knows not what he's speaking of. Let's inform him and, and, and prove him wrong. Because I would love to be proven wrong. I would love to come on here on Monday and say, you know what? I got these three emails over the weekend. I'm totally wrong about cyber, cyber leadership. It's all there. It's fantastic. It's easy to find and we should all invest in it. So um, cyber leadership, what does it mean? How's we, how are we going to work it going forward? Um, I think there's a lot of areas for improvement. I think there's a lot of things that we who are currently leaders within the cyber world can do to enhance that. Uh, at my work, I've created a leadership development program internally to help people that are just getting into the cybersecurity industry start thinking about leadership at a very early stage and hopefully build those leaders down the line. Because one of the things I'm most proud of in the FBI is my leadership tree. In other words, people who worked for me in the past who may have said themselves, I don't ever want to be in leadership and now are. They're, they're unit chiefs, they're supervisory special agents, they're SACs, they're assistant directors. Now I will say the one assistant director I have, I didn't work for me, but worked with me, but I don't she, I certainly didn't help her get where she got to, but certainly a friend of mine, at least who I worked with. Uh, and there's people above, actually, the, and I have a tree that I come from. Doris Gardner was my first supervisor in Charlotte. Um, and I think I'm a leader today because of her, Doris. Um, Donna Peterson as well. Worked with a lot of good leaders in the FBI. Worked with a lot of bad leaders in the FBI and certainly learned from their crap as well. So cyber leadership, where are we at with it? Can we fix it? How can we fix it? Let me know. Darren, at thecyberguy.com, cyber spelled C-Y-B-U-R. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this 10-minute rant on cyber leadership. As always, know that knowledge is protection. If we can understand the threats targeting us, we can assess risk, assess our risk, and proceed wisely. I hope you have a great weekend, and maybe I can come back on Monday and say nothing happened over the weekend, so no podcast today. Chances are that will not be the case. Have a great weekend, everyone. Cyber Smart Morning News is written and produced by CyberGuy Productions. Feel free to email thoughts, comments, or suggestions to Darren at thecyberguy.com or follow Darren on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash Darren Mott. Thanks for listening.